Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us here today. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Uh, joining me today are two of the leaders from Biostem Technologies. Jason, Andrew, really excited to have you here today. Yeah, thanks, Jared, for having us on. Really appreciate it. And thanks, Jared. Uh, appreciate being on the Slice of Healthcare uh, podcast. Yeah, we're, we're excited to have you here today. Um, would love to, to start off with your backgrounds, Jason. If you could start, uh, you know, telling us about your, your role at, uh, at Biostem Technologies, then we'll kick it over to Andrew and then we'll dive into uh, some questions. Sounds great. Uh, Jason Matuszewski, CEO of Biostem Technologies, uh, as well as a co-founder uh, with Andrew. Uh, background, uh, started my uh, educational career uh, in engineering, uh, received a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering technology, kind of solving engineering problems with computer science. Uh, and, and really got my initial taste of applying my college experience into material science, working for folks like uh, ATI Metals, uh, NEMAC, uh, and as well as SC Johnson. Um, and really my love for material science is what drove us to, to where we're at today, uh, as well as the inspirational story of, of Andrew's father, uh, our, our other co-founder of the company. Um, you know, really looking at ways to apply material science to biology, i.e. Uh, perineal tissue or placental tissue membranes. Um, and so that's what, you know, got, got me here uh, and, and working through, you know, developing a, a new placental tissue based product uh, for the wound care industry. Yeah. Um, Andrew Van Verst, COO and co-founder of Biosum Technologies. Uh, my background, I, I was in the military prior to joining on and, and us starting this venture. So my background is, is mainly in helicopter or aviation uh, mechanics, inspections, things like that from a quality standpoint in the, in the, in the military aviation industry, I guess. Um, I, I also consider some of my background was what we did early on in the days of, of Biostem um, as far as some of the pharmaceutical type work we did, uh, API repackaging and then reformulation drugs and really getting our feet wet within the FDA regulatory environment and uh, you know, DEA approvals, inspections, things like that from a quality and regulatory side and launching that into, you know, what we've tied in and what we're doing now, which is perinatal tissue allografts. So applying, you know, quality regulatory background and uh, just experience in, in good manufacturing practices and, and FDA compliance into perinatal tissue allografts. Well, thank you both for your, your backgrounds, by the way. And uh, now what I would love to be be able to do is dive into Biostem Technologies even more. So give us an overview of, of where things are at today. Uh, you know, Andrew, maybe we can start with you and then kick it over to Jason, because since he went first last time, we'll kind of do a little alternating uh, here when we have two guests. Uh, but would, would love to hear more of uh, overview of Biostem Technologies. It's interesting hearing how you both led into, uh, you know, creating this, um, but would love to hear hear more. Yeah, so right now, Biosim Technologies is focused on, uh, you know, the, the key coin term we've been using is perinatal tissue allografts. So uh, we focus on processing birth tissue and maintaining compliance. We're an AATB accredited facility. Um, uh, we actually just recently had an AATB inspection that went extremely well again. So our main focus is, on, is, is applying quality to these tissue allografts. Uh, right now, we have three different products. Uh, one's Vendage, Vendage AC, and Vendage Optic. The difference between those three is Vendage would be a single-layer amnion-only graft, and then Vendage AC would be a dual-layer amnion-chorion graft. 
So the company's really put a focus uh, since 2018 when we started into the perinatal tissue industry or the uh, tissue allograft 361 type products uh, has really been focusing on developing the technology and uh, constraints around the process and product development. Um, so over the past couple of years, we've coined and, and developed the bioretain process, which is a min minimally manipulative uh, process that we, we use on all of our tissue products to retain as much of the growth factor components and natural biologic, biologic properties um, that we can in, in staying consistent with the regulations and standards let out by the industry. So where we're at now is, you know, we have these products, we're commercializing them. Historically, we've done a lot through distribution ships and, uh, or distributorships and, and private label manufacturing. And now the company's focused on building out its own sales force and, and marketing programs to, to kind of bring that in house and be more vertically integrated. Yeah. And I'd like to add on to, to Andrew's points. Uh, you did a great job of kind of where we're at and what the overview of the company is, you know, we're focused on, uh, I'll call it two specific verticals, uh, advanced wound care, which encompasses things like diabetic foot ulcers, pressure ulcers, and venous ulcers. And then the secondary uh, element that we're focused on is in, in the surgical recovery space, peripheral nerve, um, uh, any sort of surgical application inside an ASC or inside a hospital setting where, where a tissue allograft would be utilized to modulate inflammation and, and really uh, support the regeneration uh, of these tissues uh, and support, you know, reducing inflammation in those areas. Um, you know, we, we've been heavily focused those, those markets, by the way, you know, just the advanced wound care segment is just over a billion dollars growing to about $2 billion in the next five years. So it's a massive growth rate, uh, for the segment, uh, you know, obviously spurring, um, due to diabetes being a very rampant thing throughout the United States here locally, but also throughout the world. Um, also, another fascinating stat that I actually heard this morning, you know, we have an abundance amount of people, you know, transferring over that 75 year old threshold, uh, where in situations where, you know, their, their body themselves can't uh, overcome some of these complex wounds, or they're fighting off diabetes at the same time, trying to uh, combat these complex wounds. So, you know, that shift in age of population as well is, is supporting to, you know, the, the aging population that we're, we're trying to help. Jason, could you dive more into that, what you just said? So like, I, I want, if, if you don't mind, can you explain what causes these complex wounds and then, you know, how, how this condition can be, you know, really bad for, for patients? Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, right now, what I would say mo most of our, our market are Medicare beneficiaries, folks, you know, north of, of 65 and older. Um, typically, those patients have a core mor morbidity, mostly diabetes, uh, lack of blood flow, um, you know, inability to overcome maybe somewhat simple things like a slight bump or uh, a, a, a slight trauma wound, which ultimately ends up being a situation where their body can't overcome the effects of, of their core morbidities. Uh, and then that's where it lends to us, where we actually have a product that helps kind of, I, I like to say, get them out of that stuck feedback loop where they're going around and around and around in a situation where their body just can't get over the hump to, to get them back to healing. Uh, and so the placement of our product on these wounds is what allows our product to basically take all those great growth factors, elements, and 
elude into the patient's skin and then ultimately get their body to start taking those elements and get back onto the healing process. Um, and so, you know, that's, what's really exciting is to be able to use donated placental tissue from full term, uh, healthy mom, healthy baby, uh, donations and kind of really bring it full circle to help these Medicare beneficiaries, uh, with our products. Thanks so much. Jason. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, along the, along the issue of uh, what you were just talking about when you were talking about tissue, I, I want to make sure too, we give Andrew, Andrew, I want to kick it over to you. Um, would love if you could dive more, more into perinatal tissue, what it is, and then, you know, how basically BioStem is, is, ta- is using the nutrients from this tissue uh, to innovate solutions uh, in your, you know, with, with the patients that you're dealing with. Yeah, so perinatal tissue is, is I guess, considered the tissue post-birth. So all of our tissue is donated from uh, the mother consenting donation uh, handled through a recovery agency. And it, once you know a successful birth happens, whether it's C-sectional vaginal delivery, uh, the recovery agency is, is in, the, in the OR or in the delivery room collecting that tissue. Um, so basically to answer your question, perinatal tissue is birth tissue that's been uh, sourced from a successful pregnancy or successful birth. Um, you know, we don't, uh, your question was about, you know, what properties we take out or what we use, but we don't strip anything from the tissue. Our goal is to retain as much as possible that's already there. And the tissue acts as a protective cover or barrier for an open wound or for an environment, a surgical, post-surgical environment to help recover. You know, Jason was mentioning a lot of the aging population. You see, you know, whether it's a a diabetic foot or on a diabetic patient or any kind of wound, you see an aging population and their body's ability to help heal itself is always impaired. Uh, You know, they bump into something, they nick their skin. It's very easy for them to, you know, have some sort of issue. Um, So what the tissue really does is it provides the components that their body doesn't have recruited in that area. So by placing this graft over an open wound, not only are you providing a a cover or barrier for that wound environment to help heal, but you're also supplying the, you know, growth factors, the proteins, the cytokines that that patient doesn't have, or the body, the patient's body doesn't have the ability to recruit to that area. So you're basically supplementing what, what they don't already have naturally able, able to get there to help kick off that wound cascade, if you will, like Jason was saying, you know, wounds tend or anything, uh, any, any kind of surgical issue or wounds tend to get stuck in an environment where, Hey, we're trying to get past the point of, Hey, instead of just protecting from a bacterial standpoint, we're trying to get into the healing cascade of now we're going to start regenerating tissue. What do we need to regenerate tissue? We need some sort of structure that that will grow on or that will provide those nutrients. So, that's basically what the product is. It's a structural tissue allograft that provides a protective cover or bearing for wound environment, but also supplements uh, those growth factors, cytokines, and proteins that are naturally in these biologic perinatal tissues uh, for the patient. And what what other? Thank you, uh, Andrew, so much, uh, Jason. What what other uh, advantages are there to um, you know to what Andrew just said? Yeah, actually, Andrew laid it out pretty pretty nicely there. Um, you know, the big thing for us, you know, I think there's a there's an element of utilizing perinatal tissue within kind of like Andrew was saying the the healing cascade, right? Um, you know, a patient at the end has to go through a system of standard of care. 
you know, debris, standard debridement, things of that nature prior to, hope, you know, hopefully allowing their body to, to overcome some of these issues, whether it be bacterial related, whether it just be their body unable to actually support regenerating healthy uh, uh, epithelial cells and, and elements to create new tissue, right? Um, and so at some point in that process, uh, there's a situation where, you know, the body just can't overcome that. And that's where it lends to our products, a perinatal tissue allograft products. Uh, there's other, uh, you know, products out there, whether it be xenograft, animal-based products, uh, collagen-based uh, matrices, things of that nature. I think the unique thing about our product and kind of what Andrew was alluding to earlier is, you know, really we focus on retaining our, our bioretaining method. And we truly, um, you know, uh, kind of position that methodology and that, uh, that model uh, as, a, as a major differentiator due to the fact that we're inherently retaining all of the natural elements of the tissue. We see other competitors where they're, I guess, maybe more focused on sterility and making sure that they're making a, a implantable tissue allograft that doesn't have a situation where there might be an adverse event or uh, immune response uh, when placing the tissue on the product. What we've done is found a way to mitigate all of those issues in regards to adverse events or immune response, elicit immune response, but at the same time deliver the most amount of natural properties in perinatal tissue. And so that's what we're really proud of here is, is being able to develop that process, which we feel, you know, we've been working on it scientifically. We've worked on actually, we just published a few publications in scientific journals in regards to that process. Uh, and now we're working on, you know, how do we translate that into the clinic and actually show clinical outcomes? Um, and that's kind of our next uh, chapter in our book is really showing clinical outcomes for our products uh, in regards to that. Well, it sounds like you have a, an exciting kind of what's next for the company. Is there anything else, Andrew, Jason, you'd like to add as terms of, you know, what, what else you're excited about moving forward uh, with Biostem Technologies? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, our goal, uh, Jason mentioned at the beginning of the call, this this company was uh, founded by Jason, myself, and my father. And the, the why behind the what there is that my father had a lot of health complications, um, a few bouts of cancer. And we got into this whole regenerative medicine field uh, from his success story. You know, he had a lot of, after having some brain cancer issues and getting radiation in his brain, he had a lot of stroke-like symptoms. So impaired speech, limited motor abilities, things like that. We went out and had uh, XUS treatment, medical tourism treatment, and it was from culture expanded umbilical cord cells from perinatal tissue. So we got to see firsthand what it did for my own father. So I think the most exciting thing we look forward to is just providing the same benefit or technology to other patients in the U.S. under you know what the FDA allows you to do. It's a uh, it's you know a up and coming industry. It's been around for a long time. Perinatal tissue allografts have been used for a long time in the ocular space and the wound space. And, you know, we're really trying to, as a company, come at it from not only a quality and, and regulated standpoint and make sure we don't have any adverse events like Jason was just talking about, but also providing that benefit to patients using donated material that's otherwise discarded. So the more patients we can impact, I think that's what's exciting for us. You know, it, it's the, the gift of life and the gift of donation is amazing. And seeing what that can do uh, with tissue that's otherwise discarded for patients, it, it's just, uh, that's rewarding in and of itself. Beyond that, obviously, you know, from a shareholder perspective, providing, you know, value to our shareholders, I think that, that comes hand in hand with what, what I just described. 
Yeah, to, to add to Andrew's response, you know, our, our mission here is to manufacture products that change lives. And that comes with what, like Andrew mentioned, you know, the, the amazing opportunity that we get to pass on from the gift of donation from uh, our amazing donors of, of tissue to ultimately a beneficiary that maybe is on the other end of the spectrum, right? Uh, we go from, you know, you know, initial births to Medicare beneficiaries that are maybe on the other end of the, the life cycle. Uh, and, and being able to have the opportunity to uh, work with folks that, you know, maybe are in a situation where maybe their limbs may be compromised and, and working uh, on saving lives and saving limbs uh, in the sense of, you know, if somebody gets to that progression where they may have to have a limb amputation, uh, you know, their quality of life ultimately, you know, kind of snowballs out of control. And if we have an opportunity to take the gift of donation, actually apply it to a recipient and help support, you know, not having an amputation and continuing a better quality of life. That's, that's a win-win for everybody. Well, uh, gentlemen, I, I want to thank you once again for, for joining me on the podcast here today. I, I look forward to hopefully having you come on again in the near future. Maybe we can put together a panel, uh, with, uh, with some of your peers in the space and, and talk through, uh, some more. Yeah, it sounds great. We'd love the opportunity. Thank you for having us on this uh, initial introductory one. We look forward to doing it again. Yeah, thanks again, Jerry. We really appreciate it.